Hi there, welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pascoe. Alright, how are you going? Um, been a big week here, wow. Hope you're having a sort of a fun week wherever you are tuning into around the world. It's very exciting to think this is the case, you know. I really appreciate you guys listening in each week and, and seeing what I've got on offer. Uh, if, it's your, if it's your first time here, thanks so much for dropping by. Join the crowd, pull up a chair. Um, yeah, it's, I, I treat these uh, episodes, you've probably had a look at this, the, uh, oh, what do you call it now, the show notes, yeah, and then I get an idea, what's this guy about? What, what does he do? Well, yeah, I'm a songwriter, and um, I conduct these episodes as if I'm doing a small, intimate gig. Um, yeah, I have a piano... In front of me, which I, I like playing. It's always nice to play the piano. Um, and uh, they completely threw me. <laughs> it's nice each week to look at a song. And what I do is, what I do is see where the song came from. Yeah, and uh, look at some songwriting tips and uh, how, how I go about writing a song and what I have discovered over the 50-odd episodes um, that I've recorded so far. I'm still a newbie at this, I tell you. I am just following my nose. So uh, the odd glitch happens along the way. I, you can have a laugh, don't you? Hey, thanks for bearing with me. Um, the thing I've discovered is it, 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 it surprised me. It's really surprised me. And it shouldn't have really, I guess, but how complicated it is to write a song. Because, well, like for me, without something I'm blowing my own trumpet, and I can't play the trumpet, I'm not that clever, but um, it has just it happens very, very quickly for me. There you go, as a songwriter, it can do this. It can, it can just come out of thin air, and I often don't have to think much at all, to be honest. It's, it's like going on, going on sort of a little holiday. I've got a feeling of what I want to get across. And um, with this week's song uh, falling out the back of my mind, a couple of things. Um, Last week I touched on what's important about a song in my book. And what's important about a song in my book is the feeling, even above the message. I just think that comes in number one, yeah? You're making a piece of art. Your number one thing with an audience is you want them to feel something. You want to get emotional reactions. So uh, that's a good thing, because with falling... I think it's got that thing about it that you, you can feel something there. You can feel something deep. There's something big in there. But in terms of the message it's saying, well, well I'm not so sure. <laughs> where, where did it come from, this one? Well, here, here I'm going to jump straight in with the riff. Have a listen to this. Hang on. <laughs> if I can play it. This bit. Okay, so as soon as I did that, I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. There's something in that. And I, I remember my, I'm, I'm living in Melbourne here, and uh, it's a very nice place to be. Um, it's, we're, we're in autumn here now. But brisk outside. I got absolutely, I got soaked trying to paint at the beach today. It's pretty funny. The massive front came, and I was sitting at the beach, my painter as well, so I'm on the sand painting these beach boxes and this bluff, and I thought, hmm, that sky's getting dark. <laughs> All of a sudden it came over pretty quickly, and down she came, and I, I took off and sort of rested between the beach boxes, these little pretty beach boxes that are beside the bay and stuff, and so, uh, yeah, um, if you want to check that out, you can. Uh, it's on the, I'm a blog, 
I'll stick it on the show notes for you. A few photos of what I was up to today, including the painting. Anyway, man, I got off subject there, didn't I? <laughs> really good. That made me think when I did that. Um, I remember, so I'm living here in Melbourne, and years ago, this was uh, written in 2014, this particular song. My mother was here from New Zealand, because I am from New Zealand, from Palmerston, North New Zealand. And incidentally, oh, I'm in trouble tonight, aren't I? Incidentally, my favourite band, Crowded House, are playing in Palmerston North, or did play in Palmerston North tonight. So where I am from, at the Regent Theatre. So I missed out a bit there, but there you go. I mentioned them for a couple of reasons. The where it, where I took this became sort of like a crowded house sort of a song. If you're not sure about crowded house, who that is, Neil Finn. Don't dream it's over. Do a bit of googling. Great band. Anyway, but when my mother was here and I did that, we both thought, oh, Mum thought particularly, oh, I thought there'd be a nice classical sort of a piano piece. You know, one of your piano pieces. One of your piano pieces, Peter. And it could well have been. I, I could have said, I don't know, I could have done that. I guess, hang on. I'm undoing my mind from the other version. So what would I do then? I don't know. Something like that. You just keep the little riff going. But I didn't. I wrote a song. And I wrote some words with it, and without further ado, I'm about to play Falling at the Back of My Mind. This is a piano vocal version. Here we go. Rolling. Thank you. 
Spooky, <laughs> spooky little finish. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. That was that was uh, a bit different this time. That, that was me singing and playing um, more recent times. Uh, just a few weeks ago, um, I put that actually up on my YouTube channel, Pete Pasco Art and Music. If you want to have a look at me singing and playing that one, well, there I am in my lounge playing that song. Um, and yeah, it was sort of. Uh, had a feeling about it. I, I liked where I got to in the end. You know, some, as a performer, you go through these different stages. Here you go. I usually tell you what it's like to be a songwriter. I want to do that. Um, but also what it's like to be a performer. When you get on stage, you know, sometimes it just everything clicks on the first song and you just go, yeah, I'm in here. This is great. And then other times you're doing like a performance concert or something. And, you know, it's not too about the third song where something just sort of really falls into place and you just sort of take it up a gear and you get going. Um, when you're recording one song at home, it the pressure is on in a way and it's a pressure that you've got to acknowledge, but it's a pressure that you want to let go of just as quickly as you can because if, if you're feeling that pressure, then you're not really performing and, and to the depth or the quality that you can if you can sort of let go of that feeling so there you go if if you're recording a demo sometime and you really want to get something across and what are we trying to get across we're trying to get across feeling you got to let go of that performing monster yeah and get get out of the fact that it's your voice and you just get inside the song and it's pretty good fun i tell you that's precisely what we're going to do right now we're going to get inside the song um i don't know if you picked up all the lyrics there uh, as I was singing, we're going to do that right now. So this is uh, song number 609, so page number 609 of the songbooks, ladies and gentlemen, from the Purple Book. And I see it was written in 2014. Um, and I remember where I wrote it, which was uh, in Sandringham in Melbourne. And we were living in this really cool old house. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you some stories about that house in a minute. Right now, let's get to the lyrics, eh? Because that's what I like to do first. I like to look at the lyrics falling out the back of my mind. A calling from the depths of my desire, pulling from the embers of the fire. Hmm, okay. Desire, fire. Um, and as I say, that this came right from the... And I get into this next part, it's like, ah, these words sort of came in on the breeze, and I wasn't quite sure what they were. Sometimes I do them in Pasco talk. I mean, that's not hard to imagine, because I do that most of the time anyway. But what's Pasco talk? That's what I'm going, dips of my desire pouring embers of the... Ah, okay, so from that... Um, Dory Whale talk. I um, I grabbed the depths of my desire and embers of the fire. I just paused there in my head because I'm reading a great book about the the boss, the big boss of Pixar Pictures, and it is an excellent read about a whole lot of stuff which I fully concur with in terms of if you've got a group of people that can relate to each other freely you get to a really creative place and ideas can just explode and that's what happens in a band anyway 
good book. I'll, I'll get the guy's name <laughs> at the end. I'll put that in my show notes, actually. Really clever, highly intelligent fellow. Okay, so what is this about? A calling from the depths of my desire. It was That was the feeling. Straight away, I locked on to a feeling that, that, that gave me something. And it was like, it was like trying to put my hand or my mind through this misty feeling and you go through a misty sort of field or feeling and that's what the depths of my desire wow that's interesting pulling from the embers of a fire so it's a fire that was burning once there you go i'm just analyzing this really for the first time now so that that's interesting to me there was a fire that was burning it echoes faintly around my mind here goes this is where i find and this is the feeling um, of going into this other world, if you like. Here you go. You are now fully in the shoes of a songwriter. It's a creative idea. You are falling, falling, yes, it's true, falling out the back of my mind. And in that moment, you sort of flip out of what is happening around you, your conscious self, and you go into something else. And it may be imagination, I mean, subconscious, and you can get pretty deep pretty quickly with the help of a bit of music. Like over water, where the sound travels true, you can't hear words anymore. Just the language of the weather of the years, the memory slowly reappears. And yeah, we still don't know what the heck we're talking about, but by George, I'm getting a bit of feeling from the words. I think I think the words work for me in terms of just spoken word or poetry just about as well. Um so over water, if you hear someone calling over, sound really travels a long way over water. The sound waves just can go along. Over land, they don't go as far because there's things for the waves, uh, sound waves to bounce off. So across water, sound can travel far. But often the words, someone could be saying, hey, mate, rawr, 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 and it comes across as, rawr, rawr, rawr. So I've got this theory. I think is this why, and I've got to suss this out. But in Australia, there's this big thing in the countryside, and someone's calling out to someone, mate. They do they do this. They kiwi, hey mate, kiwi, and they must have figured it out with their hands like this, like kiwi, like that. That is a sound that gets attention. Ah, oh, okay, we'll figure out. Someone wants my attention. I'll get a bit closer. So this is a big flat land, and I think perhaps our sound travelled quite well here. Hmm. Anyway, that, that sort of went off into another tangent, didn't it? Must suss that out. Um, the language of the weather of the years, the memory slowly reappears. And that, that, that was more a memory, it was a feeling of a memory, to be honest. Um, falling, falling, yes, it's true. Okay, and here it is. Here's, what I, here's all I could get. I remember how it felt like the sinking of the boat. I can't recall the words they wrote. And that's all I got. That's all I had for the chorus. Yeah, I remember how it felt like a sinking of a boat. And that is a really kind of a sad image, isn't it? Sinking of a boat. Like, oh, it's almost like all your dreams sinking. Everything you had afloat. You're on a journey. Everything has stopped. And what's more, it's going to the depths. And um, yeah, it's so that I think it's a good strong lyric. That line. Uh, I can't recall the words they wrote. So what what actually happens to me when I think about it right now, I get an image of a building and coming down some stairs and almost like some memory of some sort of 
legal case or something. Now, I haven't been in that sort of strife at all. And like, this brings up all sorts of questions. Um, you know, it, it causes a lot of grief whether is whether there is reincarnation or whether is whether there is one life. To me, it doesn't really matter. There's a statement, yeah? And if, if when you dip into this place, whether you're dipping into past lives or whether you're dipping into just collective pool of, you know, experience or collective consciousness or whatever you want to call it or just flat-out imagination, who knows? And, and it's kind of cool that that mystery uh, should remain that way, I think. There you go. Um, slowly coming back to shore. Surely this has got to be more than dreaming. So it really felt like something. I'm, 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 I haven't, I haven't said a lot, have I, with my words? Mornings creeping through my mind, a warning, pressing but not unkind. So it's saying, look, it, it, it definitely was a feeling of it telling me a story, trying to get this story across, not, not desperately so, but really pressing, not unkind. Yeah, saying, look, I've got, I've got something to tell you. Like, here's, here's the feeling, and that, like, that's as far as I got. I wasn't very clear, was I? <laughs> falling, falling. Yes, it's true. Falling at the back of my mind. I remember how it felt, like the sinking of a boat. But I can't recall the words they wrote. All right, so that is the lyrics, and it, it posed a lot of questions more than it. Um, not directly. I didn't even ask in that. None of those. Um, sentences would finish with a question mark, but it, it just was a series of images, and and I think I think that uh, there you go. I think song lyrics. Um, if you're thinking, yeah, I want to write a song about uh, to teach people a lesson about wearing good shoes in the rain. You've got to wear good. Here we go. You got to wear good shoes in the rain. You don't want to end up crook because if you don't wear There you go. Song with a message. What was the message? You might get crook if you don't wear good shoes in the rain. So, yeah, it's a bit of ditty, but not much feeling there, right? So that goes back to my song, my feeling, my feeling that you need feeling in a song. Okay, enough about the words because it didn't get as far and I honestly, I don't mind that at all. Kind of cool mystery, eh? Now, about the music. Okay, we've done the riff that bit. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes. But then I went. Before I started singing, I went from. I took it up to. And held it there. And that's where I came in singing of that. Calling from the depths of my desire. From the embers of the fire. Okay, so chords wise, these ones a major chord, a minor chord, a bit spooky, major, a major, sort of open, a major. So going between the two, I mean, that's not unusual, that's pretty normal to do that sort of thing. I haven't got a lot to say about that. <laughs> they, what I will say is, I liked the chords, they were sort of an original, sort of to me. Uh, you know, there's only 
you've only about six you, there's a limited amount of chords that you can use on any instrument and it really amazes me after all these years that you can come up with just new chord sequences that think think I don't think I've done that before. That's really cool. And when you strike it, it's like striking gold, you know. I was looking into my songbook here, and the, the couple of songs before this one, you know, they weren't really much chopped, to be honest, and that's the way it happens. You seem to get one in every three or four that sort of stand out a bit more. Okay, after that, a memory slowly reappears. This bit. Falling, falling, this is true. Falling out the back of my mind. And that quickly got me back into... But before that, fall in, there's a feeling of moving on. But then this... Back into a... Sorry, a higher... Um, back into another uh, verse. Okay, however, that goes back into the... And now we're up to the chorus, eh? Here we go, the last part of the song, really. And it goes... Yep. I remember how it felt How like a sinking of a boat And when I got to that point of the song I wanted it to become broader I wanted it to become um, We're arriving at something at least we, we, We've been a series of images till now I wanted to give the listener something And I thought um, I would make the music more simple And just hold the chord, you know Just make them... B minor back to D, G, D, and that does that twice, and that's basically the song. Yep, that's that's kind of the that's all there is to it. So, what makes the song? What do I well, I th I think it's a good song. There you go. I think it's a good song. In fact, uh, the way it's recorded, I think I think it's turned out to be a really one of my better ones. Um, if you want to, I've, I've actually just just recently released this song. If you want to hear my band playing it. It's the second song of The Roughest Cut by Pete Pascoe and the Patient Hum. And you can hear what the band did to that. And it's this four on the floor sort of doof, 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 all the way through. And it really sort of grounded it into what was kind of a deep sort of potentially sort of the piano vocal version you just heard was really quite melancholy in places, wasn't it? Well, this turned into quite an up kind of a rocker, particularly at the end. The guitars really get cracking and it really builds to a big crescendo. And I, I think that's a great thing that with song arranging, you can really, really take songs up to a, into a new dimension, if you like, because, you know, this is a fairly quietish kind of song, as I was saying, but with the addition of the other instruments and that, it really got cracking. In fact, so much so, I think what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to play it at the end of this um, episode. There you go. I think that'd be a good idea. Why don't we do that? I'll do that sometimes. Well, one thing I didn't talk about with the music was the melody, and, and I, I think I should. It was a pretty major part of a song, isn't it? Where did the melody, melody come from? Well, I can tell you, it, it, in this case, it came from playing it on the piano, at least the first couple of notes, because you heard me struggling with that, that calling. It's, at the, it's right when my voice changes over from going into a head voice and real voice, that E is just a bit tough for me. And I wouldn't have necessarily picked that is a melody note for me to go to first up in the song. Righto, go for this sunshine. <laughs> Great. But what happened was when I was writing it on the piano, that etc. Out to I used that 
and they went to B minor. Okay, and that ah, that ba ba. It's like a motif, yeah. And a motif. What's a motif? That is just sort of a repeated phrase. It sort of happens. It can be rhythmical or yeah, often yeah, often melodic and rhythmical. That those elements are repeated through a song. And so where it came in again was when I went to the A. So bam bam and da 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 da. Here it is. Da 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 da. da. And again. Echoes and da, 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 da. here we go. Here goes. So with a with a melody, it can really help if you put some repeated rhythmical aspects to it. Yeah. So and pulling, and then we're doing falling, falling. Yes, it's true. So it sort of just followed the band from there, and about the and then when I went into the old um, chorus here, that I did it low before, like the neighbours were all asleep. What the heck? Hang on. That, that. I remember how I felt like a sinking out of the boat. Now I knew that when I wrote that, it's up the top of my comfortable kind of range where I'm playing with a band particular and sort of knock that out a lot easier and I, I really wanted to give it power and wanted to give it feeling and and that's the way you go with a melody often the verse just sort of stays in the lower part and then you go, take it up and away you go uh, let's have a look at the mem- look at I want to look at the melody here to see if it works as a piano song hang on Too bad, you know, not not the not world beating sort of melody, um, but it, it's it suits the style of song, I think it really does. So, yeah, there we go. Okay, enough about the music. Okay, so I've, I've talked all around this thing, and what was this thing today? It really is a big mystery, and that, that's a great thing. You, you do feel like, I tell you what, put you in the shoes of being a songwriter, you really feel like. Every time you're just opening this door a crack and and you never know what's just sort of waiting there. And there's one thing that's always waiting there is a sense of mystery. And it is really great. It is a great thing to do. So if you're thinking about getting into songwriting, get cracking. Don't hold back. Go for it. And if you've rocked up today and you don't write songs, well, I hope I've given you a little, little insight into yeah, how it feels to write a song. Okay, to finish up with today, I think I'm just going to roll the band album version. I think we'll just do that. Um, nothing really, my old stories are sort of coming out of my mind, out the back of my mind tonight. Uh, I won't push it. We'll just go with the technical stuff today. I hope you, I do hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If it's your first time again, thanks so much for tuning in. There are a stack of other episodes back there and there's plenty online if you want to check it out. Okay, here we go. This is the band version of Falling Out the Back of My Mind. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. See, And I want to see where the band took it. All right, rolling. Of the fire, echoes. 
So there you go. That was what the band, the Patient Hum guys, and I did with it. Uh, and uh, I really enjoyed that. Quite a triumphant, big sort of a thing, wasn't it? You know? So, look, there's all sorts of places you can take a song. That's the other side of it. And, well, it's a mystery. 
Most of it's a mystery, but it's a good one. It's a great thing. I hope you have a great week. Hope you find some mystery in your week. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen next week. Yeah, it's a mystery. <laughs> All right, this is Pete Pascoe signing out. Thanks so much for dropping by. Catch you next time on Song and a Chat. Bye now.